and welcome everybody to, according to Andrew, number 106, Lithuania's 4D chess move. So, um, I don't know if you, people had heard, but Lithuania refused to allow shipment of Russian goods to another part of Russia, um, and they basically have to cross through uh, Belarus and Lithuania to get there. Another way they can go is by sea. You can see that in this photo on the left-hand side that I have uh, the spot that, the Kalingrad, the spot with the little um, blue marker is where it is, and so it naturally passes through uh, Belarus and then into Lithuania. There's a track that uh, goes from uh, Russia proper uh, to this small Kalingrad territory that they still have a hold of. Um, I believe it's a very important territory because it's one of their uh, warm water ports. The other one, St. Petersburg, is farther up in the Baltic and it does actually freeze over in the winter, so it's an uh, important port for them and uh, is going to cause uh, shipping issues and all that stuff if they uh, can't lock it down. Now, uh, one of the things that was discussed, so I was watching the Duran. Uh, they, they have great stuff, and they were talking about the stupidity of Lithuania to kind of do this, but... Um, and it's highly, I'm going to say it's highly unlikely that they are playing it this way. But on the off chance that they are, they're diplomatic geniuses. <laughs> um, <clears throat> because Lithuania is kind of in a lose-lose a situation, and, but there's certain moves that they can make that could potentially uh, get them on the side that they want to. Uh, so basically the Duran discussed the obstinance uh, op of Lithuania... Mm -hmm by blocking uh, Russian shipping. Uh, the EU told them to back off of this. Uh, so basically what the EU's been doing is they've been like, we're going to sanction you, Russia, and here's all these sanctions. And then they just like don't follow through with them. Like they just play word games. Uh, and Lithuania was like, all right, right, all right, EU, you want to play those games? If you want these sanctions in place, we're going to put them in place uh, and, and go full bore at them. And you can either repeal those sanctions or we're going to like enforce them. So... <clears throat> uh, the Duran suspects that it is a uh, the U.S. State Department telling them to hold this position, Lith that them being Lithuania. Um, my, I have a different theory. The best way to get a bad law repealed is to enforce it, uh, and the EU sanctions are a joke uh, and bad policy. If Lithuania wants to uh, force the whole EU to, uh, off these policies, this is a good way to do it. Because they're, they basically actually have to live with the consequences. They can't just be like, we're sanctioning Russia, just kidding, here's like money and stuff like that for them. They actually have to create good domestic policy and good foreign policy and and work within the confines of that and stop playing word games stop uh trying to cast word spells and, and act like that's reality <clears throat> uh the duran said that uh this puts them at risk of getting conquered but in in reality this could be a, a good thing um so after the soviet union collapsed uh, lithuania was part of uh, the soviet union and they got hollowed out. Uh, historically, well, we'll get back to that. <clears throat> um, Lithuania had been hollowed out uh, along with all the Baltic, other Baltic states. So we have Lithuania, Estonia, uh, or Letonia and Estonia. Um, and Lithuania, I believe, is the one that's doing the best out of all of them. But uh, they were hollowed out by vulture capitalists um, after the, the collapse and various basically moguls, top moguls in the area, and also foreign investors that bought up all the capital. Uh, after the collapse of the so Soviet Union, all the now private property uh, that was public property was scooped up by foreigners uh, for pennies on the dollar. Instead of being good stewards and regrowing industry, they hollowed it out by extracting it for all uh, for every last penny. 
This left no future employment opportunities for long, young Lithuanians. So, once they joined the EU, which was in 2004, uh, this gave them an opportunity to emigrate to other EU nations for work. So now Lithuania is out of industry, and it's out of its youth. Uh, it is a dead country <clears throat> for all intents and purposes. But then the Russia-Ukraine conflict sparks a crisis in the American sphere of influence. Lithuania might be looking to get out of that sphere of influence, but how do they do it? Uh, they have seen the punitive measures taken against Great Britain when they look to leave the EU, plus the actions America took uh, on Russia monetary reserves. But what is a way to... Uh, that you can realign yourself with the Russian sphere of influence by minimizing, but minimizing the damage of exiting said sphere. Uh, getting conquered by Russia might be the way to go. Uh, the youth would probably be forced to be repatriated from the EU uh, with the real, real world skills that they picked up from working their various jobs with uh, scattered throughout the EU. So that gives you a, a base, uh, a brain industrial center, a, a young workforce to rebuild your industrial center. Um, and then uh, Russian finance at the current moment is doing very well. So the, Russia could fund uh, these various projects within Lithuania to rebuild their industry. Um, and so could make uh, loans to start rebuilding. So in a weird way, Lithuania, by taking this uh, hardline stance, is in an unassailable position. They can either get the EU to take a more realistic foreign policy and stop playing word games, or they can get conquered by Russia, potentially sparking an economic boom and restoring their demographics. Uh... If this is how they are playing it, uh, Lithuania is uh, run by diplomatic geniuses. Now, obviously, that's probably a stretch, but um, here's a couple other aspects of Lithuania historically that might cause issues. So just like Poland, uh, Poland uh, ideologically is probably more aligned with Russia now, but there's a couple of historical things. Obviously, the Soviet Union is the most recent one, uh, but on top of that, Poland is historically a Catholic nation, along with... Um, along with the uh, uh, along with the Baltic states. The Baltic states were settled by these guys, who are the Teutonic Knights. The Teutonic Knights are, uh, are basically the precursors to what becomes Prussia and then Germany later. And so they're historically Catholic. Uh, obviously, Prussia is Protestant, so that change happened at some point. But uh, that, that area, as far as I'm aware, is still historically Catholic. And so you kind of have th that area more aligned with your Central Europe and not necessarily the Orthodox sphere of, sphere of influence and uh, cultural heritage, civilizational heritage. So that's one of the, the historic um, friction points that they have. But obviously, there's the Soviet Union. Not a good time for really anybody involved. But there is still an aspect of that history. There's certain people that, uh, you know, as bad as the Soviet Union was, like, there's still going to be some aspects you kind of look back at uh, fondly um, for those that uh, passed out of it. I'm sure when the United States collapses, uh, people, there's, and as bad as it is right now, people will have aspects of it that they'll look back fondly on. Uh so those are kind of some historical uh, precedents that could cause friction. But I think that it is a amazingly clever move by Lithuania to either get uh, EU for foreign policy straightened out or realign themselves with the BRICS alliance. Either way, they kind of win. And it's a good demonstration of, of how to kind of balance uh, competing powers against themselves 
as a very small nation. Uh, so that's, that's kind of my thoughts on that. Uh, hopefully you guys found that interesting, and have yourselves a good rest of the day. Goodbye.